0: Hello, welcome to CIO Leadership Live. I'm Kirat Attar, Content Strategist at Foundry, and I will be your host for this episode. Our guest today is Vamsi Itam Raju, CTO of Access Mutual Fund. Vamsi, welcome to this edition of CIO Leadership Live. It's such a pleasure to have you with us.
1: My pleasure, Kirat. Thank you. Thank you for having me here.
0: Thank you. Uh, Vamsi, can you tell us briefly about Access Mutual Fund and your role and responsibility as the CTO of the company.
1: Yeah, Access Mutual Fund uh, is one of the top 10 mutual fund houses in the country. Uh, it has stayed that way for, uh uh, a long time, uh, one of the youngest mutual fund houses, uh, uh, but then has a very strong governance, very strong uh, promotership, uh, so that led to uh, our sustained leadership uh, in this position. Uh, my role as a CTO at uh, Access Mutual Fund uh, has to do a lot about uh, uh, three aspects. Uh, one, uh, IT strategy, uh, uh, the direction that we want to take, whether it is in terms of digital, digital, uh, uh, what do we do for the next uh, three is is what I craft uh, and then also execute them uh, with a very lean team. Uh, That's one. The second is around uh, corporate IT governance. You know, there are two aspects uh, to this. One, uh, we are regulated by uh, CB uh, number two, uh, we are part of a large uh, corporate house called uh, Axis Bank. Uh, you know That's the promoter. Uh, so both uh, keep us very uh, nimble in terms of uh, how uh, quick we have to adapt to changing regulatory environment, uh, whether it is from Reserve Bank or CB. So that's the second uh, large uh, aspect of my role. Uh, the last one has to do with... Uh, uh, you know how we can use uh, uh, analytics, data science, the emerging tech. Uh, you know, starting from Gen AI to uh, cloud. You know how we can make the best use of uh, tech that is available to us. You know how do we embrace uh, tech uh, while, of course, you know uh, tick boxing, uh the earlier two uh, bullets that I spoke about.
0: Understood. Uh, Thank you so much for explaining that to us. That definitely encompasses your primary responsibilities in the organization. And hopefully we'll be able to get into it as the interview progresses. Sure. Uh, I'd like to kick off this conversation by uh, asking about data security. Because for customers of banking institutions to feel financially secure, it is integral that their information is secured first. And given the sensitive nature of information which is collected by banking and mutual fund enterprises, how does Access Mutual Fund ensure the security of customers' financial information and their personal data?
1: Right. Uh, no, I think I will uh, try to go about it in you um, uh, in know in one single phrase. Uh, it's about uh, anything that we do uh, in terms of digitization, anything that we do in terms of embracing uh, new tech uh, primarily, uh, while also keeping our eyes on uh, existing tech. Uh, is to make sure that it passes through a very, very robust uh, security life cycle. Uh, uh, We're not talking about a SOC. We are not talking about an event management platform here. We are not talking about uh, just a vulnerability and penetration testing practice uh, 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 that a routine traditional enterprise would go. What we do here is called uh, uh, security architecture and uh, uh, review, which is a precedent to any new release, any new major uh, software rollout, or new hardware rollout that happens within the enterprise. Uh, we do an enterprise architecture level review in terms of security. Uh, there's a big support that we derive from the mothership uh, Access brand, but then we also have uh, investments made in these spaces which ensure that even before we bring uh, tech into the uh, lay of the land, you know, we have an architectural review that uh, kind of tick boxes uh, approximately fifty-four controls to uh, tell us that okay, look, uh, this is a reasonably uh, safe ship to start sailing on. Uh, so that's where the journey starts, right? And once you are on, uh, you know the uh, sustainability of this security. Uh, uh, Depth is uh, across a spectrum, right? You know, whether it is the seven layers of network, uh, whether it is in terms of how we secure our cloud, how we behave in the cloud, uh, how the decision between what stays on cloud and what stays on prem, uh, you know, uh, even where we decide to cloud, ensuring that the encryption is uh, in line with what goes a step beyond what the regulators want uh making sure that the processing happens in the country and you know you're not even letting uh, data flow out of the country for processing uh, for uh, forget stay forget uh, where the data sits uh, where the data Data gets processed is also uh, a key element of how we choose software. You know, we've had instances of uh, uh, exceptional uh, systems uh, that we uh, stayed away from uh, the moment we realized that uh, the processing may not be in country. Uh, you know, etc. Uh, etc. Et so I think uh, that's the level of corporate IT governance that goes with uh, that. Uh, without, uh, without, you know, uh, without saying it goes that you uh, need to stick on to that levels of corporate IT governance. So, that's what we endure to. Uh, so, I can go about it and uh, rant about uh, what all we do within the security space maybe for the next 30 minutes. Uh, but I think uh, the way I'll put it is it's para- it's central to how we even make a, uh, um, IT portfolio selection, right? In our, our portfolio of uh, technology investments, uh, you know, start with security. That's how I put it.
0: Thank you. Those are some very thought-provoking points around how Access Mutual Fund is approaching data security and some things that you highlighted in terms of especially where the data is stored, where the data is analyzed. Uh, That's definitely something that's uh, really important to the aspects of securing information. Uh, To move from data security to data analytics, uh, given that strong and accurate predictions are a core aspect of the mutual fund industry, how are you leveraging data analytics to make informed decisions about the market and thus provide the right financial plans uh, to over 1.2 crore active investor accounts
1: yeah see again it's about uh, responsible use of ai uh, the ability to use uh, uh, predictability predictable insights uh, how we can induce uh, these factors into uh, these factors into our uh, ways of working uh, you know has been paramount to the data science team uh to start with uh, you know uh, if i rewind just 3 to 4 years back you know we were living on a, a legacy data warehouse uh, platform you know which is not, which was nothing more than staging st- server infrastructure right you know it was a mere staging st- server infrastructure that we had uh, we would have data in different boxes you know bring uh, what data you need for analytics into one box and you, you run reports as crude as that uh, from that point of time to where we are today, uh, we have a lake formation uh, today. You know, you've got a warehouse, you've got data marts, which are sliced and diced for uh, different functions. Uh, so that's at a, uh, you know, that's at a uh, architectural level then the way uh, analytics are pursued is we don't see that as a separate function altogether, right? While there is a data science team and these guys are evangelists for uh, analytics and they go consult different business functions for what their needs are. The idea is also make them uh, capable of doing uh, analytics uh, uh, on a daily basis, on a DIY basis, no, uh, on a do-it-yourself basis. Uh, so the idea is to, for example, uh, you know the data visualization platform that we use, it's called Click, uh, You know, uh, the access to that is pretty much given to any end user who is enthusiastic about it. And there are immersion sessions which are conducted to these business users every now and then. Uh, uh, So anybody uh, who has a flair for analytics uh, gets to attend these immersion sessions, uh, uh, become an uh, analytical leader on their own, right? For their respective function. It doesn't have to come from a central function. Uh, So that's uh, in short our approach. Uh, In terms of a tech stack, we're slowly moving from you know, legacy tech to modern tech. Uh, uh, you know, some of these are uh, uh, a mix of uh, cloud native technologies. Um, you know, for example, the machine learning capabilities that we bring on it comes from uh, SageMaker, which is uh, native to Amazon's cloud. Uh, you know, again, making sure that, uh, you know, going back to my previous point about uh, processing and uh, where does the data sit, it, et cetera, et cetera, while we tick box all that, uh, you know, make sure that we also uh, leverage cloud-native uh, tech, you know. Uh, SageMaker is one fine example. The other examples uh, could be around uh, Redshift, which is a data version platform that we use. So that's, in short, uh, the investments that we have made, uh, Kirat. In the analytics
0: and the data.
1: Yes, yes. And there is a fine segregation between the data engineering team and the data science team. I think there are two parts to it. Uh, There's one uh, that looks at uh, uh, the engineering, uh, the mathematics side of it. Uh, There's one team that is looking at uh, the statistics and, uh, you know, science part of it. There's art and craft to it, right? So we don't combine these and they belong to uh, two different shelves uh, altogether. And the data science team works that much more closer with the business, uh, you know, so that's how we maintain the balance.
0: Understood. Uh that was a very detailed response and completely agree with your point of empowering your business units instead of just keeping the analytics team as the stronghold of all analytics i think that would end sure. up with a you'd end up with a very siloed way of working which yeah. i'm sure you don't want. I agree uh, you know jumping to emerging technologies which i'm sure you've heard everyone talking about i think all the cios and ctos have a special focus on this Yep. Almost every industry is intrigued by how AI, particularly generative AI, can enhance yep. processes and take businesses to the next level. So how are you or how is Access Mutual Fund leveraging Gen AI and ChatGPT in the company to supplement your ultimate goal of customer centricity? Yeah,
1: no. I think uh, that's one question that everybody wants to uh, hear responses from uh, uh, from the CIO community, and I don't disagree uh, that Gen AI uh, is a, a capability to watch out. For. You know, it's already a uh, existing force, and it will only grow by the day. Right? Uh, the two three things uh, to keep in mind, uh, uh, Kirat. You know, one is. Uh, technology becomes scalable uh, replicable uh, extensible only when it becomes enterprise grade today a lot of uh, generative ai uh, opportunities are not enterprise grade right you know they are open source uh, they come from open source communities uh, so you know as long as it works it works uh, something goes bad uh, you don't know whom to reach out for Benito right so
0: regulation
1: it, right right so i think re- regulation i would say is still a further step you know uh, you know i'm talking about uh, end Enterprise-grade support, you know, Uh, cloud took off when uh, Amazon put in place uh, enterprise-grade support or Microsoft put in enterprise-grade support, right? Of course, for Microsoft, it comes uh, naturally because of uh, uh, how they have been deep-rooted into enterprises. But if you look at Google, if you look at Amazon, uh, the cloud, uh, you know, hyperscalers and uh, their uh, SaaS, PaaS offerings, they took off only when these capabilities became uh, enterprise-grade right Uh, that's one number two you need a wide variety of skill set availability in the market right you know you don't want to rely on uh, a partner uh, you know uh, or uh, one particular uh, uh, developer in the team you know who you know everything is uh, on whom everything is hinging on Uh, certain skill sets are more complex to build on for example building large language models are not easy. Uh, uh, You know, it takes multi-year effort, uh, whereas certain skills are easy to pick up and, uh, you know, uh, sustainable. For example, prompt engineering, right? Uh, You can only make as much of uh, a tool, uh, you know, when you know how to use the tool, right? You know, the more you know about how to use the tool, you max out on the advantages from the tool. Uh, Prompt engineering is the way you communicate with uh, Gen AI, right? If you don't know how to... Create these prompts, uh, then your effectiveness of using these platforms uh, go only so far. And uh, you know, if you want to, uh, there are two ways about it. One, you want to serve yourself in a DIY mode. Then you want to hire this uh, prompt engineering talent and groom uh, prompt engineering capabilities within the enterprise that you are. The other way is to rely on vendor. Uh, I think it has to be a uh, uh, balance that tilts more towards internalizing this because uh, uh, the employees know much more about uh, how to uh, tap these use cases that Gen AI is capable of and the use cases range from HR to marketing to anybody who uh, consumes content and creates content right? as a most basic use case uh, and then I can go on um uh, so i think yeah you know you will uh, will have to do an approach that's very similar to what i laid out for analytics earlier you know it has to be in a diy construct is what i feel
0: that's that's a very intriguing answer some very important points that you've uh, highlighted uh, that you can't be relying only on external maybe vendors or partners to be able to provide solutions to you in the ai domain and you can't rely on just one particular person to become the expert because that means that your your team is still in the dark if one person yeah. knows the majority of it uh so coming to my final question to so to speak social media platforms have become very popular and a very potent way of communicating with your consumers also the way people communicate with each other so how are you leveraging social media or communication platforms like whatsapp etc uh and also keeping in mind that india has a wide uh you know range of vernacular languages uh, yeah so that the company Access Mutual Fund can stay connected to India's fast-growing digital native population.
1: Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, I'm slightly afraid I might end up boring the audience. Uh, You know, they've been following me on... uh... Uh, some of these podcasts etc uh, but uh, uh, the question has an answer within uh, Kirat you know whatsapp uh, and a the multi-lingu- multilinguistic uh, approach that we've had is fairly early and uh, we've been an early uh, early bird in terms of adapting uh, vernacular languages and the number of Indian languages that we cover have been growing we started with uh, a couple of languages today we do uh, close to 6-7 uh, languages Bengali Marathi uh, multitude of languages across the spectrum of the country uh, and we get active uh, so uh, two ways about it one multilingual uh, linguistic support for customer support yes uh, that's something that we embraced on whatsapp uh, fairly early and it's going well as a platform uh, whatsapp uh, multilingual support uh, is only growing popularity growing in popularity the other one is uh, uh, in terms of how we infuse some of these capabilities into the CRM platform itself. You know, uh, that's where you know I'm just trying to link it to your previous question around Gen AI. Today, uh, you know, there are giants like uh, Microsoft who come with uh, uh, who have made investments, uh, for example, Chat GPT is uh, uh chat gpt uh has a promotership from microsoft right you know you got uh microsoft's uh skin in uh, chat gpt platform uh, and therefore their ability to infuse these capabilities into their own crm systems you know similarly uh similarly amazon and google's investments uh you know the, the these giants have got uh, skin in their game um skin in the game for uh, GNA, uh Uh, platforms which have been uh, gaining popularity and how we therefore bring these into our enterprise systems for example CRM contact center etc so we quickly realized that okay look uh, 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 mr Wamsi, uh, uh speaks telugu and uh, you know he comes from uh, uh, you know xyz uh, uh, area and uh, you know the demographic uh, uh, bit of it and then therefore you know quickly switch to the uh, hyper personalized format you know in giving that uh, uh, support so i think uh, um, I think this is one classic use case Uh, but most use cases we have seen around language, around social media uh, has been around uh, reaching out to larger uh, demographic, uh, larger demographic that is one Uh, in terms of how we interact though. Uh, you know, in a digital format, I think we would want to keep it as a one-way, uh, one-way communication in some channels. Uh, for example, Instagram. While Instagram is hugely popular, uh, you know, it might not be a effective two-way communication. You know, uh, so you you yes. want to use it just one way. Uh, so there's a fine distinction between what has to be used uh, one way and what has to be two way. True. Yep.
0: true. True. Uh, that's very true, actually, very understandable that some platforms are more yeah. suited to a slightly more advertising sort of communication and yeah. others more suitable to a feedback-based or a like communication.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Or even serving them, right? Uh, yeah. Serving them, uh, giving them the necessary customer support and post-sales support.
0: That's That's actually very accurate. Uh, That was my final question. So that brings us to the end of this episode of CIO Leadership Live. Vamsi, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you so much for uh, sitting down with us, uh, spending some valuable time with us, and sharing your insights into your CTO role and all of the exciting challenges that Access Mutual Fund is taking up and all the ways in which you are leveraging both existing and emerging technology that's slowly revolutionizing the makings of the business. Uh, this has been a very enlightening conversation for us.
1: My pleasure, Kirat. Uh, thanks to the team Foundry for having me here.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for watching. Until next time, this is Kirat signing off from CIO Leadership Life.